I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song? 
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Like Barry White, no, I am white. 
white like Frank Black is. So if man is five and the devil is six, then that must make me seven. This hockey's gone to heaven. But if I go to hell, well then I hope I burn well. I'll spend my days with JFK, Marvin Gaye, Mother Ray, and Lawrence Welkin. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, friends. How's everyone doing today? Feeling a little better. Yes. He um, kicked me out of his seat. He's back in his seat. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm moving a little better. So I made his boss come and bring the kid to school this morning because I didn't think Mick could drive. Nope. He he was not I'm really, really not moving this morning. No. But, um, my so he boss, came and brought him some drugs. and My boss dropped off some good stuff and... Um, thank god for that because i can move my foot again and actually been up and about today trying to walk on it so it's getting better yep it is probably go back to work tomorrow there it is yep you know shit like that what about you guys i hope so you're driving nuts home for two whole days i I figured out how to uh create mods over there in uh rumble so welcome Griff, we don't know if there's any bones broken. We don't do things like go to hospitals and shit. We fucking take care of that shit at home. Yeah, why would I do that? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Seriously. Who are you no. talking to? Seriously. Dude, I could cut my own foot off and I'd say, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Give me an iron, let's cauterize that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. The dog, uh, Roger. The old Belton Malma. My dog. Our Mal, in the middle of the night, 
um, this was probably about was it the middle of the night? It was probably about eleven thirty at night. You were drunk and fucking with the dog, and yeah. I told you not to because he was going to bite you. I was screwing around with him, me. and he bit me right in the face. Right in the face, got me right in the cheek, cut a hole in it, whole bit. I mean, clear hole went right through. Yep. I could put my tongue through it, and uh, she's like, "Well, we got to go to the hospital. You can put your tongue through that shit." I was like, "Fuck no, Fuck no, go get me the vodka." She went and got me the vodka, and I was like, "Go get me a needle and thread." And we she's like, "Why?" We couldn't do it. We couldn't use the needle and thread because it it wouldn't. Yeah, I couldn't bend the needle. I couldn't get yeah. it hot enough. But um, I was gonna bend a needle and but we fucking used new skin and, yep. and some butterfly bandages and glued it up that bitch together so anyway i do have you to duck out of here hospitals. yeah you do die in hospitals i gotta duck out of here in about five minutes to go pick the kid up from uh his field trip so you know okay we already knew this we talked yeah, about know, this I yesterday know. i know i know you know they're almost home from uh saint mary's don't get busy i, I know so, okay i got gotcha. you i know all right we're good <laughs> you're looking all surprised there no i'm not i okay yeah you gotta go Cleanse, yes, we know. We'll get there. Come, chip, 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 you got stung by something today and didn't even feel it, dude. I got stung by something today and I fucking did feel it. You see that bitch right there? It's one of those damn horse flies. We have the worst horse flies here. They're so bad. They're not even true horse flies. They're like half the no, size of real horse flies. They're deer flies. Oh, they're deer flies. Oh my god, they're horrible. So they are. They're pretty bad. Like they are. Oh, and, and we. And we got a way to get rid of them. There is a way to catch them and, yeah. you know, kill them and whatnot. But actually, I have to do it. That's on my list of things to do tomorrow. Um, our property is better than most because the chickens and the ducks actually do keep the flies down, the oh, deer yeah, flies do. down very yep. significantly. Like when I walk the dogs down down the trail through the woods, like I mean, next time I do that, I'm bringing the freaking electric tennis racket with me, the fly swatter racket, swarms. because they, there's so many. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And we got to wait till June, pretty much. Oh, my God. End Not, of June. Even even then? No, they, 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 they stop. They die off. And then they come back in I don't fall, remember them dying off October. last year, yeah, to they be did. honest. Oh, they did. They died off big time. <laughs> they were really bad there for about two weeks. Yeah, they were. We're about to get back to that. So. Yeah, I know we are. It's rough. So, And I bought my first cattle panel today. Actually, I bought two of them. Lynn's, I know you're proud of me. Lynn's B. Um, so, uh, and getting it in the pickup truck was very funny. Because this bitch is 16 feet long. Right. I bought a 16-foot cattle panel. Yeah, no shit. How did you get it in the truck? We we bent it. Not the truck, the cattle panel. <laughs> and then we strapped it down. So it looked like there was a giant trellis in the back of your truck. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm excited. Who's we? Connor and I. Okay, I was about to say, goddamn, who's we? I brought the teenager because I, I wasn't doing that shit by myself. Oh, good for He's going to help me put him in on Thursday, too, when he has a half day. Good for you. So, you know. Put him to work. Hell yeah. I already told him. I was like, don't think that because you're out of school that you're going to sit your ass around and do fucking nothing. Uh, that ain't going to happen. No, 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 no. We have a planned vacation. We're going away for like 10 days. Um the first week that you get out of school, this is what I told them, we are deep cleaning this house. A room at a time. We'll do a room a day. And when you're done, when we're done, we're done, you know, for the rest of the day. And then we're cleaning the outside property as well until it's done. And then it'll be time to go on vacation. <laughs> Just so about. I will be working those boys anyway. Good. They need it. They do need it. So. It'd be good for them. It will be good for him. He's going to be desperate to get a job. He's like, oh my God, I need a job. 
just so you stop fucking working me. <laughs> well, no, I mean, at least he'll know what when he goes to that job. He's gonna be like, all right, this, this is easy. Is, this is easy this compared is easy to being at home. With compared mom. to what my mom makes me yeah. do. Yeah, my mom's a fucking slave driver. No shit. I, my mom was though. That's yeah, the way yeah. my mom was. Absolutely. I, you know. I look at it and, uh, you know, that that experiment that I did in the military that I told you all about my own experiment, my own personal one, just to see what it was. But seriously, the kids that were, you know, had the tough had the tough lifestyle at home. They always did better in the worst environment. Oh, yeah. So I always I always temper that. That is so true. The guys who had a tough lifestyle at home, the the men. Mm-hmm. the alphas if you will the ones who got their ass beats grown yeah up. yeah absolutely all right you're gonna get rolling on clips i'm gonna go get the child and i will be back in about 30 minutes all right okay we'll see you back have fun in about 30 minutes and if you want to send me an invite i can join from my phone otherwise i'll just watch from my phone but well, you got this i i can send you, you got an invite this too. Or whatever you want i mean it should be pretty quick it. should be a pretty quick turnaround so all right um all right Oh, all right. Yeah, we'll save the Hispanic white supremacy for when I get back. Why? Because there's a whole bunch of... Uh, actually, uh, fucking Russell Brand had an insane rant I, today. I know. That's, I, I that. want to say in, in one of those. So that'll basically take up the whole time I'm gone. All right. So well, we're start gonna, with fuck around, we're gonna find go, out, and fuck we're around, gonna and find out. We're going to get rolling, and uh, we're right. going to see where we end up. We'll see you when you get back, babe. I'll be back. All right. Bye, babe. Bye. Have fun. So anyway, going right around to fuck around as one of our guests dips out because she does that occasionally, but she's got to pick up the kid. Hey, it happens. It's only this week, so don't sweat it. Let's see what this is. What did she download now? Because I don't think I've seen this one. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I can't explain that one. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess it is a fuck around. Like you're fucking around. Like, Hey, look, if I stick this suction cup to your head, what am I going to turn around and shoot you for it? No. But if I, uh, I would probably turn around and deck your fucking jaw. Fucking bullshit douchebags what the fuck is that about who does that i mean why just doesn't make a make any sense so yes we're gonna get to the find out and this is a huge find out and uh, some of you have already jumped on this so i'm just gonna go ahead and clear the air with it so we just get it out of the way yes tucker announced today where he's going so check it out i'm pretty sure the reason he's going here too is because he can count the number of people that follow him watch this Interesting. Very interesting. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is in fact true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have, but that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. 
Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. Now, I mean, I, I don't know about Tucker. But I know about myself. I got kicked off of Twitter. Twitter's not a free speech platform. How many of you have been kicked off Twitter? How many of you have got kicked off of that platform? And, oh, yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, it's okay. It's not such a big deal. Um, Twitter is not a free speech place. It is now because Elon owns it. And if that's what you're sucking up to, Tucker, well, good on you. But I mean, because I guess I'd follow my paycheck too. But no shit. I mean, Twitter is not what I would consider a free speech platform. If I have to be worried about getting kicked off of Twitter, then Twitter is not a free speech platform. The Foxhole, Pill.net, Rumble, uh, that's even questionable. That's getting a little shaky. But those are free speech platforms. Why? Because I can say whatever I want here, and I'm not going to get kicked off. I've already been to the other channels. We've already gotten kicked off of those. So fuck that. But I, I, I we'll see what 
Tucker does. Well, I'm just going to take a knee and drink some water on this one. I don't know if this is the right move for him, but if it is, all right, go for it, dude. But uh, I don't know. I don't like it personally myself. I'm just saying. Um, okay. Is that not? Okay. That one's not coming up. Weird. <sighs> Why can't I open? Why aren't these opening? Hmm. All right. Great. Where the fuck is this shit? This is crazy. Uh-huh. 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 Why is this not not things working right now? This is interesting. Anyway, I was going to be playing some videos, but I guess I'm not now because it is not working. Let me see, see if I can... Uh, fuck if I know what's going on. Computers, I hate them. I'm done with them. Ah, oh, there we go. Just wasn't coming up. Weird shit shit anyway we got more because the globalists are still coming after us remember that um they've been coming after us nothing's changed they've been doing it since the beginning but this is just to never before has the world been so aware of people and organizations trying to usher in a one world government where foreign billionaires control everything we do we have a message for you power hungry globalists you overplayed your hand. We see you. We know your plans. And guess what? We are on it. We are on it. We are on On that weekend, the Bilderberg Club are meeting in Lisbon, Portugal for their annual meeting. So we are meeting too. Freedom lovers all over the world will come together in their own country or travel to Lisbon to send a clear message. We are many, we are united, and we are ready. This is unlike any other freedom event we've ever had. It's not a protest, it's a display of collective courage and strength. We are not begging to be heard anymore. We don't care what their plans are because we are ready. In just three years, billions of innocent people were put on house arrest, stripped of their human rights, bombarded with repetitive fear propaganda, forced to choose between their job and trial drugs, cancelled, silenced, and bullied for asking questions. Now, in 2023, we're dealing with inflation we can't afford, rising energy prices, climate change propaganda, cancel culture and division, intrusive surveillance, and increasing death rates. You can threaten us as much as you want, but we have this message for you. We are many, we are united, and we are ready. Enough is enough. We are no longer afraid of you and your evil plans. So bring it on. Any group or person can host one of these events in their city. You can also help us spread the word or check to see if there's already an event in your area. Head to www.beaready.world for all the info. Shit, I go check that out. I'm gonna. I, I think that's a that's a good idea. On the twentieth, we are ready. Why? Shit. 
you know, you know, we've been looking for something that like, I, I actually think that's a pretty good idea. I don't know where they're doing it at, but the 20th. Yeah, we could do that. Why not? We are ready. Why not? I mean, we are, we've been waiting for this. This is, we've all been there. That's the difference between everybody else and us. We, we've already seen everything that's coming. We're just kind of twiddling our thumbs and we're waiting patiently in the corner because we know what's going to come. We know what's coming. We already, you've all figured it out just like I have. That's why we're in here. I don't know if there is a savior because I, I honestly still don't trust Donald Trump just like you don't. Um, I, I definitely, after listening to RFK this morning, I don't know, I guess this is what I missed during the day when I'm at work, but um, I saw an interview this morning on Fox News with RFK um, that Hannity did last night. And I got to tell you guys, um, RFK even scares me. Because he says he's not an, a, a green weenie, like, a, a you know, about planet global heating and whatnot and all that global warming bullshit and whatnot. But then he says in the next breath that, yeah, I, I'm not, but I, I still believe that we're carbon based and the carbon is what's causing global warming. I'm like, well, wait a minute, dude, that you just went against what you just said. You just nullified your own argument. And then worse than that, he went on to the jabs and he said, no, no, I'm anti jab. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. What are you? How are you a Democrat? I don't understand how you're running as Democrat because most of his shit is Republican based but he's going to run a, as a Democrat. I mean, honestly, he's the only one I'm worried about. If you look at everybody else and you look at the political pool that we have right now going into 24, if we make 24, which I don't think we're going to make, the only one that could give Donald Trump a run for his money, I think, is RFK. And really, it the, he, the reason that he can do it is because it's name recognition. It has nothing to do with anything more than he's a Kennedy. And I, I think that's why he stands a chance against Trump. But I, I don't believe, I, I don't think he's a Democrat, though. I don't think he's a Republican either. I think he's more of a centrist, actually. I think he kind of believes in both sides. My opinion, of course, but I just say, anyway, moving right along. Uh, no shit. Uh, the, Carmi the Army has come out with a brand new commercial, apparently, with inclusion and diversity in it. Oh, my God. Please don't do this. Don't do this, Army. Don't do what the Navy did. Don't do what everybody else is doing. The Air Force is going to do this, too. Come on. Don't do this. Please, Army. Don't tell me you did this. I'm going to be so upset with you. The United States military is a guiding light, leading the world to democracy and freedom. But if we want this beacon of truth and justice to shine, we need to remain. Army strong, and that means diversity. From gender reveal grenades and fabulous pride uniforms to our new pronoun dog tags, we're leading the way in both killing power and inclusivity. We're even training our soldiers to defend against violent misgendering from enemy forces. Excuse me, sir. Ah! 
It is ma'am. You. An updated, more inclusive exercise regimen and regiment woman. So no one feels left out. And more supportive drill sergeants who are completely judgment free. You are special just the way you are. Don't let anyone tell you any different. You are beautiful at any size. Your two moms are proud of you. Enemies of America, you've been warned. We're strong. We're army strong. We're slaying, queen. Well, thank yeah. you. Why are you Stop. Why are you Stop. Uh, I'm going to tell moms. Agree, teens, YouTube. Well, thank God for Babylon B because holy shit, I was about to say, if that was the army actually coming out with a, a trans whatever superhero, I guess we already had ours because what's his name? Um, what was the kid that uh, released all this shit in Iraq? Didn't he turn around and become a, a Chelsea Manning? Didn't he turned around and become a girl or some bullshit. I, I could have sworn that was the deal. No, make that's the new army. <laughs> it's a scary thought if that's the new army. So let me see. Oh, yeah. So uh, one of the other things that's been going on big time in New York, um, you guys have heard about this homeless guy that was choked up by this Marine. He ended up dying, which is unfortunate, but whatever, it happens. Um, they were trying to say it was racist, um, that he's being a racist. But there's a really big problem, and I want you to watch this video very closely, because if this was a racist move, then this is the first time I've ever seen someone from another race participating in a racist action like this. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know about you guys, but this looks a little weird. Um, I don't know how this is racist. Anywho. So he's, uh, that's weird. I, I get what they're trying to show here. Um, I got bad news for you. He tried to help the guy. So that eliminates any idea of murder. Um, and even the second degree stuff, it doesn't even, because it would be malice intent and he had no malice intent because he tried to help the dude. Um, this is the other part of the video that they're not showing currently right now in the news. Um, this gentleman here, he's a black guy. He's helping him out. He was helping him out, pin the guy to the ground initially. Um, he is, there is something there that I saw that is a little scary. Um, uh, if you've ever seen anybody who is on their 
way out. It's called the CVA or cardio uh, ventricular asphyxiation. And uh, one of the things you see him do there is his back rises up right there at the end of that video and kind of collapses like he's taking a breath, but he's not. That's actually a sign that he's not taking any air in at all. Um, at that point, I would have been a little concerned, but I, I also have a lot more training than they do concerning this. So honestly, uh, the Marine, you know, he did what he had to do. What are we supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? Sit back and just take a video of it? Like what 90% of the other guys would do? We're just going to sit back and we turn on our camera and take pictures in a movie of a guy kicking the shit out of everybody on a train car. No, we're not going to do that, obviously. So what do we do? Well, this guy intervened. The gentleman happened to die. Is it a shitty situation? Yeah, absolutely. But the guy has been arrested 44 times before that. So then I asked the question again. What the fuck, New York? And I can't believe you're still talking about charging this individual. That is just absolutely ridiculous to me. He doesn't need to be charged. Whatever. What do I know, right? What do we know? We're just here. He's just going to have like uh, Trump today. You know, you, you all saw that, right? Uh, Trump was in the civil case for the chick that was claiming that he raped her. And then she said openly on TV on several different occasions, well, he didn't rape me. It wasn't rape. Well, then wait a minute. How are you bringing this case civilly against him? And he actually got found guilty on the uh, forceful touching or sexual assault is what they're calling it. And he's been ordered to pay $2 million to this chick. I, I say, hold on on that one, because you know there's going to be appeals. Um, before we start claiming winners here, there's going to be appeals. And um, we'll see what happens. I, just, I, I, I don't believe that that's going to stay as, as it is. All right. My wife's on her way back. Outstanding. And now we get to the Russell Brand thing. Of course, took her forever to get here, but yes. Kenakoa the Great. Of course, he starts with his substack because his substack is really good. If you guys have never checked it out, Kenakoa the Great, he's on substack, same place we are at. Go check out his substack. It's actually pretty fucking outstanding. I love it. Um, it's one of the good ones. One of the ones you should follow. Watch, read and follow. Dead serious. All righty. The Democrats who have been saying that there are rigged elections, problematic machines, problems with voting systems for a long time now. But who are you going to believe? The mainstream media or your own lion eyes? Let's have a look. Virginia just stopped using touchscreen computer voting because it's so vulnerable. Right. We need to look at all the voting machines. Every secretary of state needs to be, you know, assisted in making sure that they are not being uh, hacked and, and attacked. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Our researchers have repeatedly demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems 
are susceptible to tempering. So you don't like the voting machines? What about the Dominion ones? Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. So you see, in microcosm, democracy means we get a mandate for what we want to do anyway. In the event we lose, we complain about the system. The Republicans do it, and plainly, as you just saw, the Democrats do it. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switch votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. So the legitimacy of elections and the results of elections is something that's been queried for a long time. Here are voices of the Democrat Party in various settings making the exact same claim. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose that pose some of the greatest risks. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines, right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. So basically, they just say stuff unless they win. Unless they win, they say the problem is the machine. You don't see any more politicians going, listen, we lost fair and square, but ultimately we all love America and we want American people to succeed. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws including backdoors. Backdoors. I think that uh, Dominion needs to look into Ron White and he hates voting machines. Backdoors, they've got bad breath and stinking little dicks. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know that hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. Oh my God, all of them, they're all broken. None of them were at Dominion watching this. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who before our eyes hacked election machines. These are the same people that after Trump made the claims that the election was rigged, that's impossible. How dare you say that? You, sir, are a disgrace to democracy and you keep causing insurrections and your hair's ridiculous and you're orange and that's all there really is to discuss. This once again shows you there are no ultimate values or principles. There's just rhetoric attached to achieving the outcomes that they would prefer to achieve that are themselves tethered to financial interests that they're personally affected by. Look at all the nepotism look at all the stock ownership, and look at the way they legislate on the behalf of big business. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. You have 21 states that were hacked into. They didn't find out about it for a year. It is worth fighting for integrity in our election system, which means that they are free from interference by a hostile or an unfriendly nation. Like Russia, for example. No evidence of that at all. Absolutely no evidence. Completely cooked up media concoction in conjunction with the Democrat Party. There's a saying that I'm sure many of you have heard, which is, the, you know, the difference between being hacked and not being hacked. Mm -hmm. Go on. Is knowing you've been hacked. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, don't do that joke again. <laughs> Hillary, how do you feel about voting machines? Do you have a principled perspective on them that will not change depending on whether you win or lose an election? The opinion will stay the same, right? There are some tech experts in Silicon Valley, Valley with whom I have met who say that, you know, maybe what they'll do this next time is to really disrupt the actual election. 
shut down the servers that you send results to, uh, interfere with the operation of voting machines because still too many of them are linked They're to the internet. So there, we are still very vulnerable. Why don't they just accept that some people vote for Donald Trump because they're disillusioned with the political class? And why don't we all accept more broadly that the problem is deeply systemic and is a result of the ability of powerful deep state and corporate interests to manipulate the congressional and democratic process to the point where democracy is sort of a facade? Okay, so after the 2016... Hold on a second. How about we not accept either one of those things? Not that I have a problem with what Russell Brand's saying here. I, I don't. I, I think he's saying the right thing. But how about we not accept any of it? How about we talk about what it really is? The election was fucking stolen. We know that. Our problem is this. Our problem isn't about the election, is it? No, none of you guys have an issue with that. We all know it was stolen. We're not saying that that's an issue. What we're saying is how am I to trust the next election? We know 2020 was hacked, cut, rigged, whatever you want to call it. You, you call it whatever you want to do. You do you. But you all know as well as I do that that bitch was rigged, cut, whatever you want to call it. So now my question is this, how can I trust 24? You've already showed me that 20 was fucked. And the worst part is the government doesn't want to re admit it. And why doesn't the government want to admit it? Because that would mean that currently their resident in chief wouldn't be the resident in chief anymore. So then I, I go back to my original question. Why am I to trust that 24 is going to be any different? We're still using machines. There's not a Republican out there that's pushing for a paper ballot in any state. And if there is, I need to know about it. Because that's where I want to live. I don't want to live in a state that does it all by machine. Because I think that's where our biggest vulnerability is. And I think you all agree with me. I don't think it's anything unheard of. I don't like it when people on our side say that we have to accept. I don't like that. We don't have to accept shit. We can say, nope, you're wrong. Why? Because we can do it. Does it get us anywhere? No, but if we, we have been in so many different directions for liberals. Think about it, folks. Just seriously, think about it. Let's just take something as basic as smoking, okay? Smoking, you used to be able to smoke everywhere. Didn't matter where you were. You could light up wherever you were, okay? And then slowly but surely, people, the Karens of the world, started branching out saying, oh, look, you're going to die from secondhand smoke, blah, 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 causes cancer. Well, the problem with that is that there is another study out there that says cancer is, um, you know, caused by parasites. Hmm. So that would eliminate that argument that, quote unquote, you're going to die from lung cancer, from secondhand smoke. But yet liberals will die on that cross with you for it. And they'll say, oh, yeah, you're going to die. There's no proof of it. Matter of fact, they haven't been able to prove any of it. 
All they've been able to say is that, yeah, there's a possibility. Think about it. Surgeon General's warning is not that it does cause lung cancer. It says it may cause it. That's a little different than it will do it. Hmm. Okay. Said the same thing about weed, too. Did you hear about that? Yeah, they said that weed causes supposedly lung cancer. That's what they're trying to say. I don't believe that. I don't believe any of you believe that. But it's the same shit. It's just like that. We're just going to give up a little bit more of our rights. And I don't believe that accepting anything that we must accept. No, we do not need to accept shit. What you need to do is prove that this is going to work. You need to prove that, hey, look, you need to show what, because as far as I'm concerned, the people no longer trust the government. It's not the government trusting the people anymore. The people no longer trust the government. They're saying fuck you to the government because they you just try to kill us. I mean, everybody sees that, right? They just tried to fucking kill us with the jab. So in my eyes, I, I, I disagree with Russell on this one. I don't think we have to accept dick. I think they should have to prove to us what they're going to do because ultimately it's our vote that they want, right? So as far as I'm concerned, you better jump through every fucking hoop I tell you to jump through. And if you don't, I'm going to fuck you up. My opinion, of course. Just saying. We'll let him finish. See what else he's got to say. The Democrats said there's a problem with voting machines. But after the 2020 election, there's no problem with voting machines. What an amazing miracle. After Republican victories in 2000, 2004 and 2016, Democrats in Congress used the formal counting of electoral votes as an opportunity to challenge election results. Derek Muller, a law professor at the University of Iowa, wrote in a New York Times opinion piece in 2021. In January 2001, Representative Maxine Waters joined several other Democrats challenging George W. Bush's victory, claiming Florida's electoral votes were fraudulent. In January 2005, after Bush's re-election, Senator Barbara Boxer formally challenged Ohio's electoral vote, even though Bush won Ohio by more than 118,000 votes. Wait, let's recount that because what they've done is that 118,000 votes could have been done by a little cyber lego hacker that gets in the machine did you see the lego movie they're bastards in january 2017 after trump's victory representative sheila jackson lee said there was the malfunction of 87 voting machines and representative jim mcgovern democrat massachusetts said there were confirmed and illegal activities engaged by the government of russia in the 2016 election then as now each member of congress was within their rights to make an objection muller wrote but the objections were naive at best shameless at worst either way the readiness of members of Congress to disenfranchise millions of Americans was disconcerting. And now there's Stacey Abrams, the Democrat who ran for governor of Georgia, who claims that Brian Kemp, the Republican who beat her four years ago, won under the rules of the game at the time, but the game was rigged against the voters of Georgia. Fraudulent electoral votes, malfunctioning voting machines, rigged elections. Sound familiar? And, and no, no, Liana, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but you're supposed to trust the plan. Um, they took it from Killary once. I'm sure they can do it again. No, I, I, I don't have to trust the plan. I don't have to trust shit. Neither do you. That, if, if there is, if there was ever a bigger point to Q, and I know some of you aren't big Q followers, and I, do, I know some of you are. 
If there was ever a bigger point to Q, the point about Q was go do your own fucking research. Go look it up for yourself. Educate yourself. It ain't hard. All you got to do is get on the internet. It, it'll, um, I, I got to tell you, I agree with Leanna on this one too. I, I went to it today. I finally got it because I obviously I can't really get around very well right now. I got a bum wing and all. Um, I was sitting in front of the computer for most of the day. And uh, yeah, I finally downloaded the Brave software and put it on my computer. Uh, I'm doing that because I don't trust anything else. This shit is getting fucking crazy. There's even um, uh, what I I saw it the other day. Did you did you all hear about this uh, new gun bill that Biden's talking about pushing through Congress? Well, he was talking about it before Congress was red and when Congress was still blue. But uh, this other new bill, which is separate from what he wanted to go after with the bump stocks. Um, he wants to go after AR-15s. That's next. If he gets another four years, he's coming after our AR-15s. Just letting you know. he He's not kidding. He really wants guns gone. I don't know why. The guy's shot probably more people than most of us. Just saying. Not from World War II either because he never served there. But who knows? He's been alive for 240 years. So guy's fucking crazy. Back to Russell though. Yeah, it does actually. It sounds like exactly what's being claimed right now. How is it different? If the election results go their way, these are some of the best electoral machines we have ever. How dare you criticize those machines? This Dominion voting machine's been like a brother to you. How dare you criticize it? You lost the election, you little son of a bitch, you little Russian racist son of a fuck. I sit on the Senate Intelligence Committee and Senate Homeland Security Committee. And we receive all kinds of information about the vulnerabilities to our national security. We are vulnerable in terms of foreign interference with our elections. Did you see that? On the road to the White House 2020. So when they're on the way to the White House, oh my God, we could lose. The voting machines, if we do lose, they are terrible voting machines. They could be hacked by, you know, a Russian in a hat with snow in their boots, with cancer, like Putin. Bastard son of bitches. You've won the election. Those are some of the best voting machines. Look at this little guy. I love it. What a reliable voting machine. How can I stay mad at you? Hey, that's that's exactly what the game is. I don't think anybody else has to say anything else because that's pretty much exactly what the game is. Initially, it's uh, fuck the voting machine, fuck the voting machine when you lose, but when you win, oh, I love voting machines. No, No reason to vote for paper, but it's funny. Because we're locking them in to their rules. There's no reason to vote by paper. Okay, well, you want to do machines. Hmm. If we make it to 24, do you think, I, I, I don't think there's a soul on this planet that believes that Joe Biden is going to win in 24. That being said, what do you think the first thing on the chopping block for the Democratic Party at that point will be? Huh. Well, those voting machines, holy shit, there was more hacks in those voting machines in 2020 than ever before. Guess what? We're going to hear all about that. And why? Because now their guys not in there anymore. That's why. It's exactly why. It's not going to change. Nope. Not in the slightest. Guarantee it. Those fuck sticks.
Anywho, moving right along. Uh, Malcolm Flex. I, apparently, he was on Fox News. Let's see what he has to say. He's actually... Hmm, I We met him in D.C., actually. Um, we saw him in D.C. And we were there January 6th. Weird. Hmm. It's crazy here. You can't get to work on these subways, Malcolm. People don't even know the details of the story. Why do you think this is playing out in this particular way? Honestly, if you're asking me, I think that the media loves the confusion. You know, they feed off of calling anything outside of their narrative disinformation while, you know, feeding you pretty much something that doesn't actually tell you the whole story, but, you know, just leaves you more confused, but too confused to ask questions or dig into the details. That lovely intro you gave, 90% of the people who even heard about Jordan Neely probably don't know the half of it. You know, that's a really long rap sheet. And the fact that he was getting cut all of these deals by the same system that, mind you, Mayor de Blasio took $1 billion to simply, you know, try and build up. <laughs> that's horrible. You know, if that's as good as this system does, that it just cuts this guy out on the street and lets him, uh, you know, go be a danger to himself and other people. Whew. I don't know who would want that New York policy. But, hey, that's the media for you, though. They're not going to tell you that. Well, the New Yorkers keep voting for the same stupid policies that make everybody less safe. When you see the fact that the Washington Post and the New York Times, it was almost like all of a sudden, like it came out of nowhere, just start just beating everybody over the head with race and racism at the same time. What, what do you think the reason is that they're doing that specifically? At this point, you know, the older, older dodge is if it bleeds, it leads. You know, I'd say they really want a lot of bleeding at this point. And, you know, again, that might sound uncouth, but at this point, I mean, what do you call it? You know, you have Congress people literally coming out, working in tandem with the media, seeding these narratives before we even have all the facts. You know, it's like on my columns, on my Twitter page, follow me at Malcolm underscore Flex 48, you know, once again. But on my columns, I tell everybody, tactical patience at least 48 to 72 hours before you have all the facts after after we even got word aoc and ayana presley were on the media blitz calling this a modern day lynching and the media was all too happy to to just disseminate those lines and those narratives and it's just you know what do you want you want more instances of what they can mark as white vigilantism which we really know at this point can marginally be called self-defense, if not, you know, proactive, you know, maybe like proactive defense because everybody on that train was probably in fear for their life, you know, that subway. And you can tell by the 911 calls, you know, it was six minutes from the first call to the uh, respondent EMT. Two of the calls highlighted that they believed he had a weapon, yet the media will never tell you that because, again, they want people to do, be doing what they're doing right there on subways, getting on subway trains, getting in the face of the police officers. Yeah. They love that. As a trained mm -hmm. fighter, when you saw the chokehold, how did you see that? When I saw it, you know, number one, Neely looked like he was struggling the whole way. And so, you know, part of that is that it's called sinking a lot or sinking a hold or submission in. I don't know that it was ever like fully sunk in. And something that you said about the toxicology report, I think that's really important, but we're not getting that. You know, it's, it kind of reminds me of the manifesto of the Nashville shootings. You know, we're just yeah. not getting that information. 
And so it's like one of those situations, that's an important component to understand what happened. But then we also have, you know, important independent journalism and reporting, thanks to Twitter, that pretty much showed that even after this incident, they, you know, um, Penny, he had him in a recovery position on the side and the people on a train car were trying to reassure Penny and he looked devastated. Yeah, that's not what murderers do. They don't try to help the guy up and and clear his airways after that. All right, Malcolm, thanks very much. Everybody go check out his Substack. And and he is uh, uh, Malcolm. He's a great follow on Twitter. We played his videos here before. Yeah, he's he is very good. Um, and no, he's he's speaking the truth too. He, you don't do that if you have malice in your heart. If you're you're out for hate, you you don't go clear an airway for somebody. No, you let that motherfucker choke to death. Think about it. Yep, you would do it just like me. It wasn't it wasn't a bad choke. It wasn't. It was a carotid choke, first of all, which is a big one. Remember, the throat was right in the crux of his elbow. And literally, all he was using was his forearm and his bicep to put pressure on the carotid arteries on each side of your neck. The idea of that is that it doesn't have anything to do with your windpipe. You can still breathe. It cuts off blood to your brain for a little bit. And it gives you a whoop. And then whoop, you're asleep. It's a sleeper hold. Mm-hmm. It's literally what it is. You go to sleep. A couple different ways to do it. A fist is one of them. No, seriously. You take a fist and you stick it right in the neck and you wrap your arm around, you grab the fist. Oh, okay. And you I thought push you just meant something punching someone out. I mean, that'll no, do it too. No, well, that'll do it too. <laughs> yeah, well. Like a but little KO. Malcolm Flex, he's a fucking big dude too. Yeah, he is. He's a real big dude. He's a good follow on Twitter for uh, you guys that like to get in the gym every morning. First thing, like four thirty, literally. I get up yep. and I, when I'm up at five thirty, and I pop on Twitter when I'm sitting on the shitter because that's the best place to watch Twitter. Um, it is. And Malcolm Flex is up there, like, "Let's go, let's get it, like, go to the gym, do your fucking the thousand sets of whatever." And I was like, "You've lost your fucking mind." <laughs> when we saw him in D.C., he was about the size of a fucking brick shit house. Oh, oh yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big. He's dude. A, no joke. I I, yep. I would it, literally. That's why I carry a gun. I'll be honest with you, because I'm sorry against somebody like that. I would be destroyed. Mm-hmm. He would fucking kill me. Yeah. The only way that I could defend myself against him is with a gun. Dead serious. Because yep. one punch from it's like getting hit by Mike Tyson. Hmm. You, you're gonna get your fucking clock cleaned, and that dude's just that big. I mean, he's huge. Uh, he's a nice guy though yep. he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet he was just a real 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 pleasure to talk to yes he really was yes um really cool now this this video is a little bit older but it's uh so well worth it i want to say this is from like eight years ago oh it's 2006 okay then it's a lot more than that Check it out. I think it's sustainable development has become the popularized expression for Agenda 21. Agenda 21 is the 1992 United Nations Rio Declaration on the Environment and Development. It is the agenda for the 21st century you're living in today. For a brave new world where everything that you cherished and held true will no longer exist. Agenda 21 defines itself as the comprehensive plan of action to be taken globally, nationally, and locally 
by organizations of the United Nations systems. It also elevates nature above man. And it contains something called the precautionary principle, where basically you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Sustainable development is the philosophy designed to bring human beings across the globe under the full control of a narrow human elite. It's a 40-chapter document to basically control the world. It's based entirely on socialist control mechanisms. Sustainable developers have designed a global movement coordinated through a global to local action plan to create world government in accordance with certain objectives. These objectives include an end to national sovereignty, the abolition of private property, the restructure of the family unit, and increasing limitations and restrictions on mobility and individual opportunity. The green goal includes the listings of what's not sustainable. A couple of the examples include private property. 728 lists fossil fuels. Golf courses and ski lodges are not. Consumerism. Irrigation is not sustainable. Paved roads. Commercial agriculture. Herbicides, pesticides. Elsewhere, it lists farmlands, pastures, grazing of livestock. And the family unit. The focus of sustainable development is the abolition of private property, societal undermining of the family, and abandonment of the constitutional protection of unalienable rights as described in the Declaration of Independence. You see, I sat on the Santa Cruz Agenda 21 committees. Now, this was a lot of crazy ideas. This is back in the mid-90s. Crazy ideas, I heard. Mother Earth's surface wasn't to be scratched. Human beings were to be concentrated into human settlement zones. Educational systems were to focus on the environment as the central organizing principle. All aspects of life were, were covered. Well, I went to these committees at the request of some people who told me that I needed to understand what was going on. And I came back and I said, this is craziness. This is so silly. It has no chance of having any effect on our society. Well, I was wrong. The United States government's support for sustainable development, Agenda 21, is very clear. In 1992, while the Rio conference was going on, George Bush, then president, was there where he executed the Agenda 21 protocols on behalf of the United States and brought it back to Washington, D.C. Within a year, Bill Clinton, by executive order, no congressional review, established the President's Council for sustainable development. In Santa Cruz, we've got a two-lane freeway system. We need four, but what we're getting is hundreds of millions of dollars of federal money to take a dilapidated rail line that Southern Pacific wants to put in the hands of somebody else so that a commuter line can be built along the railroad track. That'll be followed by 14-story buildings where people will live in stack and pack them units, where developers or so-called sustainable developers will build these high rises with federal dollars. In fact, Santa Cruz has received a $300 million federal grant to build the first 3,000 of these stack and pack them units. The County Board of Supervisors has said, if you are a sustainable developer, you're immune from any construction defect liability.
It's a partnership between selected developers building this new world order and the government using the American taxpayer dollars in order to do it. This is a map of the Wildlands Project. To explain the map... Wait a minute. He just said immune from any developer mm -hmm. lawsuits. Hmm. Kind of like Pfizer. Well, well, think about this really quick, okay? Mm -hmm. If you were living in a condominium, let's just say, for instance, okay? Mm -hmm. And that condominium collapsed and it was built by these guys. They're immune from... Well, they want to tell you. They don't give a shit. They're immune from any prosecution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they want to kill you. They don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. So bold, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it so, pays off for him. See if it pays out for him. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. The red are areas that are to be off limits to human beings. No resource development. No human activity. If you live there, you won't. The yellow areas are the areas for major control of all human activity. If you live there, you won't. The black areas, the black dots, are the smart growth zones. That's where human beings are to be stacked and packed in small living units along rail tracks, the Smart Growth Program ultimately has jobs assigned and children cared for by the state. Question was, has been asked many times how uh, the people who are perpetrating these things expect to do this and make it last. And the answer to that is that you steal a generation of children and you indoctrinate them so that they accept these ideas and they become global citizens in the coming global village. UNESCO came out and declared 2005 to 2015 the decade of education for sustainable development. But they go on to say that it will encompass the 40 chapters of Agenda 21. That is your federal national curriculum. The entire purpose of second grade social studies is to transfer loyalty from the family to the government and teach them about sustainable economic consumption. Students construct their own understandings of reality and realize that objective reality is not knowable. So why bother? The truth is the truth, which keep men free, is being suppressed in order to prop up the attitude training agenda. And it moves on. This is our new uh, math called Connected Mathematics. Standard 3 tells us that students learn that mathematics is man-made, that it is arbitrary, and good solutions are arrived at by consensus. Most of us assume 2 plus 2 is always going to equal 4. Consensus. You're wrong. We might reach a new consensus. Oh, uh, how well does it work? Well, they tell you in the teacher's guide in the back, it tells us that because the curriculum doesn't emphasize arithmetic computations done by hand, some students may not do as well on tests assessing computational skills. We believe such a trade-off in the favor of CMP is very much to the student's advantage in the world of work. Wait, wait. How, how is getting the answers wrong in math an advantage in the world of work? Because I'm sorry, I used to do some accounting and payroll and, you know, um, going over P&Ls. And I'll tell you what, 
if uh, two plus two equaled five, I'd be fired in the world of work. This is where the boxes came from. The fucking boxes. So this is a truth bomb. Mm. Our children are mathematically illiterate on purpose. How do I know on purpose? Why isn't this just a basic bad idea? Because the sustainable development plan tells us so. Generally, more highly educated people who have higher incomes consume more resources than poorly educated people who tend to have lower incomes. In this case, more education increases the threat to sustainability. Charlotte Iserby, I owe you an apology. I did not believe for the longest time it was a deliberate dumbing down. I thought the dumbing down was a natural consequence of a bad idea. Folks, it's deliberate. It's deliberate. The sustainable globalist goal is the orchestration of a planned fall of American principles, values, and lifestyles. The effect on the average American will be devastating. With modernizing technology, the ordinary person will live without independence, privacy, or substantive rights. Another press conference that I attended was uh, the ICLA group, the International Committee for Local Environmental Initiatives. It helps in the implementation of Agenda 21 in all of our local communities. And um, one of the speakers was a Harvey Reuven, who happens to be the vice chair of ICLA. And I asked him about the correlative rights that Americans derive from the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And that, of course, is your individual liberties, your private property, your you know, freedom of speech. I asked about it clashing with Agenda 21. And you know what his response was? Individual rights must take a back seat to the collective. Kids, you didn't hear that. Individual rights must take a backseat to the collective. Yeah. That is a scary, that is, that's a real scary video. Isn't it? That's like, hey, you're going to be the Borg soon. They've been planning this for a long time. We've been telling you this over and over again. Well, we have been. And that's true. They have been planning this for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. They don't like us. No. They don't like us at all. No. It's craziness. All right, Joe the spy. Is he still a spy? I mean, are we, are we still going? I mean, I, he is. He is. He's also um, running for president, <laughs> which, from what I understand, his first couple of rallies kind of went like this. I mean, they. Wait, he had a rally? Oh, yeah, he said two. <gasps> Wait, he had two rallies? Yeah. Where? When? Why did we not hear about this or get any clips of him falling down retarded? Because they suck. Oh, did did they have circles and chairs in them? I don't know. Okay. I hope not because he uh, said, one thing COVID is over. He, he said the emergency was over. You would think. You would think. But apparently it's not. Hmm. Craziness. Uh, one thing that we don't talk enough about, uh, I know President Biden's just so proud of his son, but let's, you know, we have the evidence that Hunter Biden paid for, paid tens of thousands of dollars for prostitutes that were sex trafficked through an international sex trafficking ring. Oh. I mean, I mean, yes, ick. 
And President Biden, during about a four or five month period, offered to pay for about $100,000 of, of Hunter Biden's bills when he was spending tens of thousands of dollars on these women who are sex trafficked. Now, if, if that is at, at a minimum morally reprehensible and wrong, and the president's defending that, and the media isn't even looking well, into it. Well, wouldn't that it, be a felony? I mean, if you're I doing business with a sex trafficking ring, that that's more than ethically offensive. It is grotesque, but the media doesn't concentrate on it. We had that in our report. We, we had the, the business, the, the financial transactions proving it. James Comer does the same thing. But again, it's, it, it is so icky. It's so reprehensible. It is. People don't want to talk about it, but it's just galling to hear the president talk about how proud he is of Hunter. And he, he, he enables this. He enables it by propping up his son both in terms of those types of words as well as financially. It's, it's really pretty sick. You know the irony, too, in what you've just shared? So the president's son, uh, just in the last few days, wanted to fight his child support because the family doesn't want to recognize that child as legitimate. The irony would be is what if that child, I mean, you said prostitutes paid for by Hunter Biden, that going through a traffic, a sex trafficking ring, I mean, so how does the family not know about that if they're denying a baby that potentially came from that very source? I mean, I know we don't know what we don't know, but that was quite the bombshell you just dropped. And you're right. People aren't reading deep enough. And when when they do, they don't report it. We will, too. We will mm -hmm. definitely do that. It is ick factor 10, as you put it. Very icky. But those are the facts. Yeah, those very are the icky. Facts. So it, so, icky. It, it, so basically, Hunter was but she still runs cover for Soros trafficking women and Just Joe saying. is paying for it. Just saying. So she Joe is cover for Soros trafficking women. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yep. It's okay though. Joe sat down. <laughs> Joe actually sat down with Kevin McCarthy today. And Chucky Schumer. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Cause they're, they're trying to, um, you know, keep uh, us afloat for yeah. however much longer they can kick the can on the nine road. days. Roughly what we have. I heard they're waiting to see what the uh, May tax receipts look like to determine if it's going to be, you know, that like June 1st or if they can push it out a little longer or not. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to let you know what we're doing. We're not going to take any questions now. We're going to get started. We're going to solve all the world's problems. Okay. Hey, Mr. President, can you We're going to solve all the world's problems and I get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, so. No. I disagree. I figured it out. What? What'd who, you figure out? Who's playing Joe? Who's playing Joe? All right. You remember the first Poltergeist? No, the second Poltergeist movie? Yeah. With the creepy old dude? Yeah. That was stalking the little girl? Mm -hmm. Dude, that's so Joe. From Coach. Looks just like him. With that creepy smile that he did right there? That was so Joe. Yeah. With the guy with the, the freaking, this stovetype hat? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's probably like what, 250, but Joe said he's 250. So I, that's who's playing Joe. Totally. That's totally who that is.
possibilities. Okay. They're they're bound. They look they're, just they look I binded. mean they look alike. Or they just use the same clone for, for the actor that's, and the that's politician. That's possible. The blank. Too. The blank. Exactly. They're using the same blank. Yes. Let's get it right. Yes. I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, let's get it right. Okay. I honored a group of trailblazing artists with National Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and 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 Joan Shingang, I'm going to pronounce it right, Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. She can call me Joe Bitten. What? Shangri-La, what? Vera Wang? Is that what you were trying to say? Is I, uh, I don't believe Vera Wang is actually Asian. I uh, I believe her last name is Wang, and she's actually she's American. an American. Yeah, yeah. Um, my chawa. What the fuck? I I don't. This is our president. I know. Oh, oh wow. Jesse Waters back in it. The minute she looks at you and smiles, you fall in love. I love this poll <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. And this tells me two things. I've been highly effective and have been able to persuade the American people. Mm. Now, two thirds of the country agrees with me that Joe Biden's an unhealthy halfwit who's making their lives miserable. It also tells me that the Biden protection racket is failing. They have tried everything to hide this guy, to cover for this guy, and it's not working. And that gives me hope. Sometimes as a Republican, you get a little down. You look at these numbers. You feel like you're under siege. And, and you're like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> I see a poll like this, and I get excited. That thrill just went down my leg. Mm. The last time, we all have to remember how lucky Joe Biden got. He had COVID. He had big tech. He had the CIA, FBI. He had everything going for him, and it had to work out perfectly. Are they going to be able to pull that off again? I mean, if he's at 36% now with a summer of high gas prices, a, a teetering economy, bank records that are about to explode, and a spring offensive in Ukraine that could go sideways like that, and Title 42 ending— it could only go lower. I had a dream last night. I often don't tell people my dreams. I don't think it's masculine. But this dream was so good, I felt like I had to share. I had a dream on Saturday night that the elders of the Democratic Party sat Joe Biden down and then wheeled him out in front of the American people and said, it's time to go. I'm not going to read into it anything more than that. I also dreamt I could dunk. But this was a powerful and a symbolic dream. The fact that he said he's an honorable man after he's denied any responsibility for this illegitimate granddaughter, after this disgraceful exit from Afghanistan, you said it. He called half the country Neanderthal neo-Nazis. Mm -hmm. And then he says he's effective. Effective at what? I mean, he broke the border. Prices are up. Wages are down. I looked today. It said the stock market's only up 7% since Joe Biden has been in office. That's not a very good record, but I just want to thank ABC Washington Post for not juicing their own poll. It looks like they forgot to juice it. Thank you. <laughs> well, they did. And he Or maybe they did juice it and that was the result. Oh, you're thinking that's maybe the plus 11? Yeah. On the other side? Yeah. Think about it. Oh. 
Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't. You're right. I didn't. And I, I have to correct Jesse. It's Bidden. It's not Joe Biden. He just told us yeah. it's Joe Bidden. You can call me Bidden now. Who? Uh, yeah, he's Bidden. He's Bidden to do what? Bidden by who? No shit. But that is an interesting point. I never thought about putting it that way. That's mm. a maybe that was the point. Mm. Hmm. He was speaking to Chinese Americans. Call me Bidden. You can call me Joe Bidden. Yeah, he's been bidden by the Chinese. Hmm. Uh huh. Interesting. It's a, it's a good. It's a, something to think about. Moving right along, though, because KJP is back at it, covering for Joe Biden. Jay, I understand where you're coming from. He says, "At least I laugh when I hear Biden speak." Listening to my Shakespearean prime minister talk makes me enraged. See, and we laugh when we hear Justin Castro Trudeau speak, and we get enraged when we hear Joe Biden open his I mean, neck. Not really. Yeah, I do. Because he's kind of pointless. He really is. So anyway, worthless. Yeah. Who would raise the debt limit? They passed a bill to raise the debt limit. So they're the conversation. They connect, I hear you, but they are connecting, passing whatever, this debt limit to cuts, 22% cuts to veterans, to seniors. That's what they are threatening. Cuts to our schools. That's what the that's what is connecting. That's what their budget plan is. The bill doesn't have any appropriations in it, actually. And the, the speaker has, you know, ruled out a number of those things, including defense, veterans benefits, senior entitlement programs. When I mean, you have Mitt Romney saying that there has to be a conversation here, is he a MAGA Republican extremist? What I'm saying is House Republicans have been very clear. They voted on a bill that's going to cut programs that are very important to American families. So how come reporters are actually asking questions? But are they? I mean, I mean, they're kind of not really asking questions. Oh, all right. Well, that's true. Here, I, I'll do that. You move on. All right. Well, I was trying to do that and you were just sitting there watching me. So, well, because you just, you didn't tell me what you were doing. You just came in and took over my freaking mouse. Well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Pain in my ass. My job. But don't worry. She's right back from orange to brown. Yes. There we go. I was trying to fix something, make something right. Mm -hmm. I know. That's all. And now it's right. I gotcha. It's all good. And she's back for her. A whole other segment. And man, she's got shit brown on today. She's wearing the right color, at least. With that little seat. If you buy thing. a car, you are expected to pay the monthly payments. If you buy a home, you are expected to pay the mortgage every month. That is the expectation. That is the spending that you put forth or spending that you may have done before. And now you're paying it every month. If you do not pay your car payment, if you do not pay your mortgage payment, then your credit is going to be bad. It's going to hurt your credit. So let's look at Congress for a second. This is spending that they've already done. They've already spent. Let's not forget the $2 trillion Trump tax cuts that they were willing and happy to vote for. So we're telling them or saying to them, do your job. Pay for something that you've already spent on. That's it. This is spending that has already occurred. They need to do the right thing that has been done 78 times since 1960. It's that simple. 
It is very, very simple. It is the right thing to do. It is their constitutional duty. It is not complicated at all. Last time I checked there, dipshit. Where in the constitution? Um, the constitutional does it say duty that the does not say that we're supposed to spend money hand over fist over and over and over again until we nilly. spend ourselves into oblivion. That is not in the constitution at all. And uh, let me point out that she said, oh, well, they've already approved this. No, no, no. This Congress did not approve nope. that spending. Nope. In sure fact, didn't. I want to say every single one of them voted against it. And now yep. that they're in power, they want to say, no, 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 roll that shit back because we're done. Yep. <laughs> I believe was part of their bill. Yep. That they put forward. They want to go back to 2022 levels. Yep. Or 20. Yeah. Where we were. I, Where we were. 2019 I, I, levels, I something like that. Is, but. Okay. That's what they want to go to. But uh, the point is, is again, she doesn't realize that like, it is required that Congress has to vote on it. Mm -hmm. It's not in the, in the constitution that it's their, no, their duty is not to spend money hand over fist. Yep. It's not their duty at all. Their duty is to do their job. Their job is to the American people. We are the ones that control whether or not they continue. Just remember that supposedly. Although, and you're right, says go funny because we defaulted in 1969 and 1971. So it isn't the first time. No, it's right. not. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. We've defaulted in the past. And we're kind of again.
I would love to talk over this, but uh, there's nothing to say. I mean, it's pretty much self-evident. Look at this shit. And most of those people we talked about on here when they died, we yeah. brought it up. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're always quick to bring it up, and, especially if they talk shit about unvaccinated people. Or even, you know, some of them like the um, the 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 country singer, right? Yep. Um, that died but the night after his wedding. Yep. He was 37. We were like, is he vaccinated? Well, probably because he's a country singer, so he wouldn't be able to, you know, perform without it. And there we are. All those people that we talked about that we questioned whether or not they were jabbed, they were all jabbed. Karma's a bitch. Yeah, it is. Karma's really a bitch when she dry fucks you in the ass with a pineapple. Or a pine cone backwards. Or a pine cone backwards. Because pine cones backwards hurt. <laughs> Have you tried that? No, not on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose? No. Okay. Sometimes you fall out of trees and land on pine cones. It hurts. What the fuck, Griff? What? Get this. Social Security is screwing with my insurance, and now there's a chance that I get my chair repoed that he just got, his wheelchair. And now I have to re redo all the paperwork with the doctors again. Why? The fuck? Seriously. That's some bullshit. Yeah, no shit. They like to Why? fuck with you six ways from Sunday. Because someone fucking crossed an I wrong or dotted a T badly, and now it's all fucked, and it got rejected, and whatever. That's fucked up, dude. <sighs> fucked up. Uh, more U.S. bio labs that have been funded in Sudan. Don't figure. Yeah. Who didn't see this coming? There should be accountability. Ralph Barrick has been uh, you know, the quietest person in America since his creation, SARS-CoV-2, you know, clearly created by engineering at University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, work contracted done by the Chinese in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, the, you know, the, the implications here couldn't be more clear. He should be on Capitol Hill now virtually every week undergoing questions on the origins of SARS-CoV-2. But yet our Congress and Senate appear to be inept at going right to the source. He published the blueprints on how he did it in 2015. It's all in the open. Yo, they don't care. They don't care. And I've been telling you all that for years now. Day that one. Ralph Barrick was the one that he, he did it. It came out of Fort Detrick. He got the information from Fort Detrick. They yep. outsourced it to him in, at the North Carolina Triangle and the uh, at UNC. And then when they shut down gain-of-function research under Obama, they offshored it to Wuhan. Obviously. Ralph Barrick's been in the middle of that since the very beginning. So... Anyway, oh, so man. wait a minute. The chair is like thirty four hundred bucks, uh, but insurance wanted me to get a forty eight thousand dollar power chair, which I refused. All right, look, dude. If it's only thirty four hundred bucks, I'm pretty sure we can raise that money here. If that really happens to you, I'm dead serious. We'll put it out through the fucking no streamlines, and we'll we'll get we'll raise the money because that's that's horseshit. Yeah, that's insane. That is absolutely ridiculous. I, I that doesn't make sense on so many levels. It's stupid. They already paid for it, so what the fuck? You know, normally when the VA does that shit, they just let you keep it because you already paid for it. Yep. Dead serious. Great vax debate. Is that really what they're calling it now? The great vax debate. Um. So. Uh, this is actually Andrew Brigden. He is that MP that came out against the jab like recently, right? Yeah. 
he's actually got a degree in bioengineering or some shit like that. Like he, no, no, he's the guy, the molecular biologist, biologist or yes. and, and yep. on some in virology yep. and whatnot. Anyway, um, and this uh, journalist in London wrote a hit piece on him. Yep. And, and so it, he called them out on the air. They called them out on the awesome. air and they're actually talking, debating, whatever. Anti-vaccine conspiracy theorists. These are conspiracy theorists. Well, well, it's, it's, essentially, it's just, it is a conspiracy theory. Anti-vax conspiracy theories. Anti-vaccine conspiracy theorists. Anti-vax conspiracy theories. Guilty as charged. And I've got the science that will back all of that up. There's more uh, yellow card reports of harms from the novel experimental mRNA vaccines or the COVID-19 vaccines than there has been for all conventional vaccines for the last 40 years. They've never gone through phase three trials. They are experimental. And we were rolling them out to children. Uh, no, they're not experimental. They're not experimental. Uh, no, they're not experimental. They're not experimental. For instance, let's talk about the yellow card scheme, for instance. Didn't we play this last night? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm almost positive we played we this last night. I didn't go in the COVID folder last night. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Don't you guys remember this? No, you watched, you were watching me play, listen to the, or watch the clip initially yesterday afternoon. on. Twitter. Actually, the vast majority of these reports are to do with people having sore arms, people feeling dizzy, people feeling nauseous. She developed severe abdominal and chest pain. It feels like my heart is being ripped out through my neck. Her abdominal, muscle and nerve pain became unbearable. Not the kind of thing that is going to have um, long term adverse health impacts. Why do the vaccine manufacturers acquire full immunity from uh, the harms that their products uh, may cause before they'll release them. Pfizer have never rolled out any of their vaccine, their experimental vaccines in India because the Indian government won't give them immunity from prosecution for the harms. Billions and billions of doses have gone out, but they still require that immunity from prosecution. My, my degree is in biology, biology, biochemistry, genetics, and a bit of virology. Did you read any of the 32 papers I posted when I gave my first speech in December last year? That was all backed up with 32 scientific papers, not a breath of it from the, the mainstream media because they couldn't take it apart. It, the, the science was unarguable. And after my speech on the 17th of March, when I showed the number needed to vaccinate with a booster to keep one person out of hospital, which in I think the 40 to 49 year olds was 932,000 with one in 800 having an adverse event. There's a lot of willful blindness out there. Um, the, the, the fact is, Big Pharma is a huge, huge lobbying power. You know, 86% of the MHRA, the Medicines and Healthcare Product Regulator Agency, which authorizes these medicines, is, is funded by Big Pharma. The, the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization, in their personal declarations of interest, they declared over a billion pounds of investments in Big Pharma. Th this, we've had our regulators captured, uh, and that's just not healthy. Not healthy at all. Yep. I, you notice how when the guy was confronted with facts, he had nothing he had to nothing say. He had nothing to say. Yeah. It's what happens. You're going to have that in those big jobs I've heard. Dead serious. <sighs> okay. Oh, Dr. David Martin. And what did he do? We've met Dr. Martin. No, yeah, we have. I like Dr. Martin. Yeah, he's right. he's he, he's a little pretentious, but that's because he's always the smartest man in the room. So he kind of has reason to be. He knows his shit, and he truly cares about freedom. We'll see. Pfizer, nineteen ninety, the very first spike protein vaccine for coronavirus, and in nineteen ninety, they found out that there was a problem with vaccines; they didn't work. You know why they didn't work? 
it turns out that coronavirus is a very malleable model. It transforms and it changes and it mutates over time. As a matter of fact, every publication on vaccines for coronavirus from 1990 until 2018, every single publication concluded that coronavirus escapes the vaccine impulse because it modifies and mutates too quickly for vaccines to be effective. And since 1990 to 2018, that is the published science, ladies and gentlemen. That's following the science. Following the science is their own indictment of their own programs that said it doesn't work. <clears throat> And there are thousands of publications to that effect, not a few hundred, and not paid for by pharmaceutical companies. These are publications that are independent scientific research that shows unequivocally, including efforts of the chimera modifications made by Ralph Barrick in the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. All of them show vaccines do not work on coronavirus. That's the science. Now, why is that? You got to have something out there that it's reoccurring that we might be able to make it look like a vaccine works, but we can also show that it doesn't work and that we have to come up with a new vaccine. So every time it's just supply and demand, folks. Vaccines don't work it's against coronavirus because it mutates too quickly. Supply and demand. <clears throat> That's always been the case. It's the same reason they don't work against the flu because it mutates too quickly. They tell you they work. Because, hey, if you don't get the flu and you got the flu shot, then guess what? Your vaccine worked, right? No, you just didn't get the flu. No, you just didn't get the flu. You're actually more likely to get the flu after getting a flu shot than not. Mm, I'd have to agree. So, just saying. Either way. Um, but, hey, look at that. We got rid of the COVID file in one day and not on a Friday. There we go. Because normally we build that shit up all week and then come Friday we're like, fuck, it's a whole COVID show. But... Anyway. Mayor becomes one. I know. We got five minutes until we're getting ready to. We're not. We're not there yet. All right. We're not there yet. All right. We can. Relax. We can play the dawn. I know you talked about this a little bit while I was. Yes. Out and about, but. Um. And here's the deal. So the actual verdict, and that they're, because I read the freaking court, or I read the the court filing verdict or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was found not guilty of rape. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was found guilty of defamation. Basically, she accused him of rape. He defended himself. And now he's guilty of defamation because he called her a skanky lying bitch. And sexual assault. Um, no, that yeah, it, it was wasn't. Touching. It was the touching. So it's sexual assault because anything is assault because it, it, you have. No, no, it wasn't sexual assault that he was found not guilty on the sexual assault. He was it was a sexual abuse. Well, whatever. It's no, no. And it had nothing thing. to do with him yeah, touching it was physically. her. Physically. No, no. Physical, yes. They called it sexual abuse because of him going after her character. It was part of the defamation. It was verbal sexual abuse. Whatever. That's what they got him on. That's they great. said that he never touched her. He never raped her. They probably weren't even the same room together ever. But because he defended himself and he called out her character and he said he would never want to have anything to do with her, basically that she was a skanky hoe, then, um, yeah. Wait a minute. Why can't we say that? Uh, well, because then you're guilty of defamation and sexual abuse. Freedom of speech. Mm, apparently not in New York. Oh, well, it is New York. Yeah. Blue state. Hmm. Blue state. You're going to have that. Blue state. 
It was uh, yeah. all civil. There and was it's nothing fi- illegal so, yeah, civil. about it. It's not it criminal. It couldn't be criminal because the statute of limitations on that shit was over like years ago, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, and now he's supposed to pay her $5 million, which he's going to appeal. She's yep. not going to see a penny of it. Probably nope. in the end, she's going to end up having to pay his lawyer fees, just like Stormy Daniels did. I probably put money on it. Yeah. Not, in fact, here is E. Jean Carroll right now. Let's see if she approaches the microphones and speaks to reporters. Just one statement, please. It does not appear that she's going to approach the microphones, but we are going to keep watching. It appears like she's just going to get in her car and leave. Yeah, we'll see if she says anything in that scrum. of. She's not saying she out. She goes. She's gone. Because the last time she opened her mouth, she said, well, he didn't actually rape me. Yeah. And she did do that. So she's that not allowed to open her mouth anymore. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. She said it wasn't a physical thing. It was more no. of an emotional it was mental. thing. mental. Yeah. Oh my God. Mental sexual abuse. Oh my God. And there it is. If I could find my phone to turn it off, though. Oh, two, two minute warning. Two minute warning. All right. Oh. January 6th. That's another court case that's been coming up. Yep. So, you know, um, Enrico Tario, the uh, the Hispanic face of white supremacy, um, the leader of the Proud Boys. Um, in fact, they're saying that the uh, the gang bangers that uh, killed the people in Texas, um, they, they say that Enrico Tario is the reason why they can be white supremacists, because he's obviously a white supremacist being the leader of the Proud Boys and Hispanic. So therefore... Um, and now they're trying to say that Hispanics are white. Wow. Hispanics now qualify as white. And you know, what's interesting. So I registered our kid for school, right? You should have registered him as Latino. Well, and it asked me if he, if he was Hispanic. Okay. And, and I put no, um, although he is a smidgen, but, um, and then it, it like, it asked for, it asked for his race and I put Caucasian and then it, it was like a drop down and it was like, which Caucasian and Hispanic was in there. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, OK, so y'all, y'all, y'all people of Hispanic descent, doesn't matter where you're from, Spain, Mexico, um, I'm of Central Mar- America, South America. Did you know that you are white? I'm not white. Did you know that? Hispanic. Now. I, since since I am of some Hungarian descent, I am considered Slavic, so I am not white. But you being Hispanic are white. So you're a slut and not a white. I'm a Slav. <laughs> you're a slut. So of the two of us, I am the person of color. Wow. And he's whitey. I identify as a person of color. <laughs> I identify anyway. as an Indian beauty queen. So Julie Julie Kelly has really she's been like the go-to person following the and reporting on what's going on with January 6th. So um let's listen to her give a little recap here. What happened in the Proud Boys trial today, what he's gloating about and what Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray and Matthew Graves and Lisa Monaco had their press conference this afternoon to brag about. 
uh, the seditious conspiracy convictions for out of five members of the Proud Boys, including their leader, Enrique Tario, convicted of that very rare charge. They also were convicted on other conspiracy counts, obstruction of an official proceeding. Um, the jury uh, had uh, some mixed verdicts for some of the lower counts. Uh, but these are huge bombshells and big victories for the DOJ. Not tough to do in the D.C. Uh, Banana Republic judicial and uh, legal circle of hell, I've called it for the past two years. Very easy to do, especially when the foreman of the jury referred to January 6th as an insurrection during the jury selection process and called BLM basically social justice warriors. That was the foreperson for the jury, just to give you a taste of what these men were up against. Um, but look, this is a really tragic day. This was not an incident of domestic terrorism. These men were not violent for the most part. This is a First Amendment uh, case, as are many of the January 6th cases. Uh, but this is just another way for this Department of Justice to retaliate against Americans who protested Joe Biden's election and to criminalize political dissent in this country, which this DOJ is doing very successfully with every trial and every conviction. But today is their biggest uh, victory by far. Of course. Why would it be good news? You know. The foreman of the jury referred to it as an insurrection and said BLM was social social justice. That's that's not, um, yeah, that's a that's a jury of your peers. That's definitely a fair and impartial jury right there. Absolutely, I I would have to agree. Mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. Yep. Anyway, you want to get high? Do you want to? I do. So do I. So spark it up, get it ready, let's go. Thunder. Thunder! Thundercats! <laughs> Too early. Too it's from the bomb. I know it's 420 for you when we do the tribute. That's why we do it at 720, because then it's 420 on the West Coast. So yes, Wolfpack, Wolverines. It's 420 where Justin would have been. <laughs> Which Mark Jason Walker sent me a new video today, but he sent it like right before the show started, so I didn't get a chance to download it. But we'll we'll check that out tomorrow. I'm a chorus. I love it. Like it. Yeah, well. 
Yep. You're right, Gio. Flower is a lot stronger than it was just a few years ago. Seriously? When we were kids, we uh, my parents had this huge piece of property. It was 16 acres. And most of it was like swamp. And uh, like there was a big lake. Mixed stomachs all busted. Um, There's a, like a big pond and, uh, and a whole bunch of woods. And it backed up to the highway. So Mick and I used to sneak out. Thunder kicks. Not really sneak. We just go back in the woods to smoke so my parents wouldn't see, right? When we were kids. There's like this little so, meadow. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah bear. Nah bear. Nah bear. Nah bear. Nah bear. No FBI Bob. No FBI Bob. Where? So uh that was the end of the song. End of Justin. So anyway. But uh let's say we go out to this little clearing in the woods with our our at back then it was just it was always mids, right? Geo, it was just everything was mids. It's like fucking Mexican dirt weed or mids. We thought the mids were good. They were then. 30 years ago. And uh, anyway, you know, we had a whole bag of weed, seeds, stems, some flour, whatnot. We threw the seeds on the ground as, you know, the seeds and stems on the ground as we're rolling joints or packing a bong or whatever it is. And uh, anyway, um, we went back. Oh, I don't know. Two years later. It was a while. Fucking plants were like huge. They just, they just grew because it's weed. It grows like a weed. That's why they call it weed. Grows anywhere. Grows anywhere. Anyway. So it really does. Grows anywhere. Let's finish up the January 6th folder. Uh, do we still have one? Oh yeah. Yeah, one I'm more. Play this one. Oh now my stomach's busted. What the fuck? Yeah. Weird, huh? We didn't eat anything today. No, I know. Weird. Mm -hmm. Crazy shit. So Enrique Tarrio convicted of some very serious charges, including, uh, what is it called? Seditious conspiracy. And I think he was totally overcharged. I don't think he quite frankly, I think he's innocent. All right. Granted, I was not in the courtroom for every single moment. In fact, it didn't receive nearly enough coverage. He's not the only one. Several other Proud Boys uh, convicted. And um, what does it mean? I don't think these guys were treated fairly at all. I'd like to bring in two defense attorneys who have been actively representing January 6th defendants. We have Joseph McBride. Welcome back from the McBride Law Firm, representing Big O as well as others. And Stephen Metcalf from Metcalf and Metcalf, represented Edward Jacob Lang. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to you both. First of all, uh, I think this is bad news. I mean, I, I, I don't see it that way. I'm biased. Gentlemen, you're the professionals, and you're not representing Enrique. So your reaction first, Joseph. It's a sad day. I know that uh, those attorneys put in a lot of hard work, and Steve's right here. He can tell you they were on trial for at least four months. The D.C. jury pool 
is hostile, it's impossible. The level of vitriol and hatred for these people uh, cannot be overstated. It's a very sad day for our justice system. And, uh, you know, I feel that they, these guys have been robbed of justice. I want to look at... I agree. They've been robbed of justice. They, they have been. Where are we at? Why hasn't... They went to jail for what? For showing up? Because they might have conglomerated beforehand and said, hey, we're going to do this. That's why they're in jail. Um, they didn't do anything illegal. Hmm. Craziness. But there's more in Clown Town. Uh, we played this, I think, though. Yeah, we did. She still hasn't arrested it. She still hasn't gotten rid of it. So I'm going to do it right now while I'm sitting here because she didn't move it to the trash. I've already played that one. Like I've almost played it like twice now, but I didn't. But we have Woke World. And don't worry about it because we're going to go to The View because they're important. And there's a lot of people out there that feel that this TV show is uber important for everybody else. Check this out. The View. Coming in strong for oh, the win. For fuck's sake, these retards. Perp, whatever you want to call them. I don't understand why people go for the for the. It's like police sometimes when they shoot somebody. It's like can't you shoot them in the leg? Why do you have to shoot well, them in the head? False. Actually, having dated a homicide detective, he, he used to tell me when he hears that on TV, his eyes roll because you have to shoot when you're trained with a weapon for the mass of the body. So to shoot a leg or a wrist happens in a James Bond film, but in real life, that's actually not something that why? they can do. Why? Because it's hard enough to hit a target. So when you, you're shot, you you target practice on a mass which is the main part of your body, your torso. So if it's hard to hit a target, why do these gun toters want us to constantly have guns when we're not trained to even shoot as well as a police officer? But it's another... Because it's your right? You can be trained. It's your right. And you can be trained. But it's your right. You're trained better than a police officer. Accurate. But it's your right. And you're training me better than most police officers. That's why they tell you that. Because it's your right. Well, I, she's such a fucking Seriously. Such an idiot. And she's such an idiot. She doesn't realize that I would fight for that right for her too. That yeah. she could carry a gun. Mm -hmm. She's an idiot. They're all idiots. They don't realize that we believe that. That's why this is woke world. <laughs> This is supposedly London. Yeah, this is in England. Yeah. This is in England. So Mick and I, I were having an interesting I, conversation today. I don't know today. about you all. That's kind of crazy Well, right hold there. on. So we were, Mick and I were having a conversation this morning because he was home. I'm laying in bed all fucked up. Um, little, Thanks, babe. My little gimpy here. Anyway, um, and we were, we were watching the news and they were talking about the border in Title 42, which we'll get to here shortly. Maybe. Maybe not. We might get to it tomorrow. Um, but uh, I I just kind of laughed. You know, they're they're drumming up the fear again. And there's 700,000 people or a million people waiting on, on the, the, you know, the border to come in for Title 42. And 
And I just laughed. Mick's like, what's so funny? I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, think about it. And I asked him, I said, in all of your travels outside of America, what is the safest city, say in Europe, the most beautiful, the jewel of Europe? What's the safest city? And I remember when I was in college, Luxembourg, Luxembourg, Luxembourg yeah, Luxembourg's beautiful, was. When I was in college, um, I took German and uh, we watched this video and this woman went to, she was in a train station in Germany and she just left her luggage on the platform for like an hour and went to get lunch, right? And that wasn't the premise of the video, but we were all struck by like, what the fuck? Who would just leave their luggage on a platform for like an hour? And our professor was like, no, that's, that's common in Europe. It's safe there. No one would think about touching someone else's luggage. Mind you, this is 20 years ago. Now, now Luxembourg is half full of immigrants. People are shitting in the streets like it's fucking San Francisco. They're raping children and, um, you know, robbing people and attacking people in broad daylight. It's not the Luxembourg that I went to as a child. Germany too. Ireland. Ireland is almost half migrants now. Yeah. England. I, I remember that video that we, I think we played it a, a year and a half ago. You know how that memory is of this, uh, this girl, she's, she's arguing with this guy, um, about, uh, you know, America's the worst. And, and he was like, well, you know, uh, because it's too white. She said, well, he's like, well, what's better. And she starts naming all those, these countries. And he's like, they're all white. All of those countries that you're naming are all white. They're not anymore. This migration, this rush to the border isn't just happening here in the States. It's happening everywhere. And it's planned. We talk about the replacement theory that they planned to kill us and they're bringing all these people in to replace us. It's not a fucking theory. It's happening in real time right now. We got an email today from your friend. He said, help, everyone is dying. He said, I know God told me that 2023 would be the year of death. And I know that. I was told that too. He said, but everyone, like he, he works a lot in a, a retirement community. And every week, one of his customers has cancer or their spouse has cancer or they have this, that, and the other. They're all dying. He said, what do I do? Now someone in his family has cancer or multiple people in his family. They're all dying. What do we do? I sent him a list actually that I'd been working on anyway of things because I'm working on it for Aunt Livia. Um, and prayer and a, a, a fighting joyful spirit. A determination to stay alive. You have to reconnect to God if you've been disconnected. But um, this is all planned, people. They are deliberately trying to kill us and they already have your replacement. They're not waiting in the wings anymore. They're waiting on your fucking front doorstep. 
Probably by the body bag. So. That's the sad part. Good rant, babe. Thanks. Look, there's no question, Reverend Al, that there are some people uh, in Chicago and across the country that don't want mayors like me to succeed. There's a reason why in 2020, part of Trump's national strategy was to go after um, cities and mayors like me by name, by city, um, not just me, um, but also uh, Keisha uh, Lance Bottoms in Atlanta, Muriel Bowser um, in mm-hmm. uh, Washington, D.C. And when you, the person with the biggest megaphone and biggest stage attacks you in a way that Trump attacked us, it unleashes a set of forces uh, that mm-hmm. are hard to control. Those dog whistles that were blown in 2020 are still resonating uh, today. And it was fed by the uncertainty and the anger and then funded by right-wing forces uh, that wanted to take down a big city mayor. Unfortunately, the people who were jumping on the bandwagon of a Republican posing like a Democrat now got a Democratic Socialist as their mayor. So careful what you wish for. Sound warning. Oh, it's Trump's fault, though. It, it didn't have anything to do with the fact that you suck, that the murder rate in your city skyrocketed, that more people died under your watch than and under any other mayor in the history of Chicago. Um, except for maybe in, I don't know, the 70s. No, I don't even think so. Anyway, Jay laugh. This one's for you. Because they think you were asking about it. You were asking about this. And I got the damn hiccups. Where did I get the hiccups from? Dude, I think it's the ice cream. I don't know. I think we've become lactose intolerant. I don't know. Because we haven't eaten ice cream or like a lot of dairy since last summer. True. When we hosted Chancellor Schultz of Germany, he talked at length about our values of compassion and diversity. They know that we have the democratic values that make us reliable. We have great resources and even greater workers. But what ties this all together, what makes Canada really valuable, is we treat people with the respect and dignity they deserve. We care about equality. We care about reconciliation. We care about justice. It has never been more clear that everything is interwoven. But again, conservative politicians just don't get that. They don't connect the dots. They either say investing in Canadians is a waste of Did y'all catch that? What he just told you there? What he just told all of us there? That it's all interwoven. That everything is connected. That it's all planned. But the conservatives don't get that because they weren't let in on the plan. Hmm money or that our policies are too woke too woke hey pierre polyev 
It's time for you to wake up. Yeah, we're wide awake, fucktard. Wide awake. Seriously. All right. This is insane, y'all. If you think that people weren't insane enough, this is, this is, this is truly, I, I can't even, just listen. Do you have any regrets about taking your own vision or the process with which you, you did take your own vision? I don't have any regrets taking my vision. I believe I should have been born blind and I'm happy the way I am. I do have some regrets about the way I did it, but I'm ha- in the end, I'm happy the way I am. Dr. Phil, I, with all due respect to Jewel, but I am having a really hard time, really hard time sitting so close to someone who traumatized herself, who damaged herself. We took an oath in medicine to help people. We see horrible tragedies every single day as doctors and people who would give anything to go back and restore their vision, their health. My heart is beating out of my chest. I can't even make sense of the emotions I'm feeling because to hear someone say, I've I've always felt I should be blind. Well, I've always felt I should be the queen of England. What'd she say? I always feel like the queen of England. No, 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 no. This woman blinded herself on purpose because she always felt she felt she should have been born blind. She's transabled, but she actually she did it. She has some regrets about how she did it, but she's she doesn't regret that she did it. She literally took her own vision. She blinded herself on purpose so that she could identify as blind. Because now she is. I, again, I, I'm sorry. There's a level of stupidity that you just. Is she really vision impaired? Yeah. Like yeah. she fucking like gouged her own eyeballs out or poured acid no, in her eyes or some shit. In her eyes. Yeah. You, I think you she showed this before. You no, showed this. Yeah. You, you, we talked about this before. No, someone else talked about it on another no, show. We, we, we talked about to. it. We talked about it. We just didn't have all the details. Okay. Now we have all the details because yeah. now she's coming out saying, Oh, I wanted to do this. What a fucking. Yeah. Idiot. She put drain cleaner, hey. cleaner, like Drano or something in her eyes. Why didn't she just go cut off a leg? You know, why not go big? Go no, bigger or go home. I don't know. But we do have to go big or go home. Actually, we, we have to go home. We are home. Well, I'm in my home. I know, but we have to go because Josh is coming up next on the Red Pill Project. Oh, that's right. Because yes. hey, he starts early tonight. He does start early tonight. So, and uh, yeah, Vince needs a few out. minutes to go get the show set up. So um, we need to get off their stream. I will say, uh, I'm going to tease something here. Um, we had, you know, we get, we were broadcasting on Justin's Roku channel mm-hmm. before um, it expired and we weren't able to get it back. And uh, we were looking at getting our own Roku channel, but kind of it was a little ridiculous, right? You know, we ditched Comcast or Xfinity a while ago. We did it on air. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to Fiber and we'd been streaming. And, you know, the big gripe is that it's, I mean, it's still expensive. It's not as expensive as Xfinity, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, we're still paying like a hundred bucks a month for sling. And then, you know, that doesn't have all the live channels and whatnot. So local. yeah, the local doesn't channels, have the local channels, right? So, um, a friend of mine reached out to me. Well, 
someone that's uh, he he's actually the guy that introduced us to cardio Cardio miracle and um and he's brought some guests on the show before in fact we've got a couple coming up in the next couple weeks um and he introduced me to this new streaming service it's called q streaming c-u-e seemed uh seemed good Seemed, seemed apropos yes exactly hello bear and it's 60 bucks a month, 59.99, 59.99. Tell them what you get with it, babe. You get everything. You get you get every local channel everywhere in the country. You get all the premium channels, HBO, Showtime, Stars, all that shit. You get all the NFL packages like you get all the games, right? Because they're all played on local TV. Yep. So you don't need an NFL package if you want to watch the Phillies game and it's not playing on one of the big networks, you go to the local Philly affiliate for whatever's playing it there and you watch it there. So you don't need to spend $175 on the fucking NFL package, right? You watch the game live and we'll get our own channel. So we'll be streaming. We will have our own dedicated channel. So then of course I was brainstorming today and I was like, man, what could we do with that? We could get Liana on our channel so she could stream on there in the mornings. And then maybe we can replay some of Justin's old shows in the afternoon until we come on. And we can also, and uh, then give the key to, to Josh and then could, he could stream on it after us. We could do Josh. We could give it to uh, James yeah, and he could stream as well. Well, he kind of overlaps us sometimes. Only on his Tuesday show. True, true that. So, so yeah, and now our Tuesday so, show just got bounced earlier. So yep. actually, we don't. We only overlap mm-hmm. for like a half mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. So give me, give me like, a, give me a couple days, y'all, um, while I get all this set up, and um, we're gonna put a, a channel I, together. I, we're gonna put a channel, but not only that, I'm gonna get a link so that you guys can sign up for it as well, and and ditch your other streaming services and and consolidate everything. To one. Are, oh yeah, and it's run by uh, a. a pair of Christian conservatives out of Indiana. So it's not Google or Apple or YouTube or whatever, all those woke places. No, no, no. We're supporting Christian patriot businesses. And you know, conservative patriot businesses, you know, our take on this, we've got to use it it first. Yep. We're going to use it first. We'll tell Mm -hmm. you about it in a couple months. We'll tell you, Hey, this is how you go get it. It's uh, it's C U E Leo, but yeah. Anyway, so we got to go. I just kind of wanted to give you guys a heads up on that that we're going to be uh, um, definitely looking going at going it. into that. So, anywho, that's is it, it going to change anything with the video? I have no idea. No, probably not. No, no. Our problems more in Streamyard than anything else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we yep. haven't really had a problem though tonight, nope. which is nice. Yeah. Either way, uh, we will be back tomorrow night, five mm-hmm. forty-five for the pre-show, six p.m. for the regular show. Mm-hmm. Again, you can check out Miss Liana Wilbert tomorrow morning at nine oh five on Pill.net. And someone commented on Rumble that you know we talk about her her show every morning, but don't say what actual show it is. If you go to Pill.net, it is the Liana Wilbert show. It and is I the apologize TNA for variety well, show. it doesn't show up as TNA Variety. No, show. it doesn't. It shows up as Liana Wilbert. Correct. So look for Liana Wilbert. She streams under her own name on Pill.net every morning, uh, Monday through Friday at nine oh five. Yep. Um, ten o'clock if and you want to skip the intro. Goes to about two o'clock. In two the in the afternoon. afternoon. Yep. Anyhow. So that's my cue to tell me it's time to get out of the garden, go take a shower and go pick up the kid from school. So either way, go check her out and we'll be back mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow night. And uh, we have any guests tomorrow night? No, no. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow night. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way for the Mick and B Lynn, have a great night fuckers. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching.
Fuck around and find out. I love my 